What's up, guys? We are here for the Bonnie Jill Laughlin Weekly Pass. We're covering NBA draft, free agency, NHL draft and free agency, and all kinds of sports news coming up right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz. What is up, everyone? Happy Tuesday. As you can see, we are missing our star. Bonnie Jill is not in the studio today, nope. unfortunately. So we are holding down the fort for her. We got lots to talk about. The uh, NBA, the NHL, the World Cup has started. Oh, my goodness. Jay-Z. We're rocking yeah. out to Jay-Z right now. He's partnered with Puma. There's just so much to talk about. What There's a, a lot busy to talk week. about. We are. We got the Jay-Z on. Of course, that means we are coming to you live from New York City. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're here. We're in L.A. Right. We're in Burbank. We're still where we are. Bonnie Jill is... She's not feeling well. We hope she gets yeah, well soon. She's not here. But I'm Becky Sotero. You can find me at Becky Sotero on all social media. And Yeah, I'm David, David Bloom, David H. Bloom, Instagram, Twitter. Find me there. Holler at me. We're going to talk some sports. Some yeah, let's dive in. So dive NBA in. draft and free agency. This is an amazing week for NBA and it, NHL because it, mm-hmm. we're, we're kicking off what's going to happen in the fall. It really is because we just had, if you don't know, I really hope you know, <laughs> we just had the finals. The Warriors swept the Cavs. I mean... We could have been here last year, say the Warriors were the champions. We wouldn't be wrong. It's three out of four times. So they did that. They're celebrating. They're the parade. All that stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Now we're kind of on to the beginning of the offseason. Yeah. And July 1st actually is when teams can start um, signing uh, players. players. Yes. They can start signing players. But for now, you can still speculate who's <laughs> going to go where. And, you know, I think might as well kick it off with, who we think is going to go where? Of course, and of course. I think, with the one and only LeBron, I think we got to start with the big one. Heavy conversation about what's happening with him. Mm-hmm. Now I know, I know, Bonnie Jill. If you don't know, she's yeah. not the not the biggest LeBron supporter. I I'm definitely on the opposite side of that spectrum. I am. I'm a big LeBron supporter. Okay. For anyone anyone who likes LeBron, I am a LeBron supporter. I understand that he's got his his faults, his like non sportsmanship kind of stuff, but right. he's. At a point, you just got to respect the game, right. you know? Well, the odds right now are 2-3 to three that he's going to Lakers. That's a huge, you know, it, it's just looking like he is about 99% going to the Lakers. So I'm kind of thinking, well, what's what's going to tip the scales? I mean, apparently he wants Cleveland to step up and say, why do you want to keep me here? He wants a reason to stay. But do you think there's any hope for him staying in Cleveland? Um, You know, I really, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so just because I think that, Coming back to Cleveland has always kind of been like that. Would spend that's been his home to get one for the land has kind of been his idea, and he got one. And when he left, like people were hurt, people yeah. thought him as, saw him as a traitor. Mm-hmm. People were burning his jersey, like they yeah. hated him in Cleveland. He comes back kind of as his savior, and I feel like I know he's had like four years with the team, but why, why do that again? Mm-hmm. I understand that. Cleveland's not making him happy, and I definitely yeah. see that he could leave. But I feel like, I feel like, hopefully, he have enough to be mm-hmm. like, well, I'm not gonna. I mean, he, him but again. he wants the team to step up. Like he can't play any longer the way that he had well, to play this is, postseason. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so, but that means general management. That means coaching. Whatever is going to take to be able to get the team to be at his level, because we all know LeBron wants championships. So mm-hmm. he's going to go where he can get a championship, or at least have the hope of that. Now, there's also discussion about the Rockets because CP is staying exactly, in CP. Houston. So, he's do you think there's any there. hope for that kind of? 
you know, collaboration in Houston or maybe. Yeah. I want to say maybe because I like to leave options open and I know LeBron and CP are really good friends. Like for anyone who doesn't know Mm -hmm. the banana boat, it's (laughs) CP, LeBron, D Wade, Mello. I definitely think most of those players are past their prime, but I think two of those Mm -hmm. players, I know the D Wade and LeBron were friends. I know two of those players could get together again. I definitely yeah. see LeBron and CP playing well. And, they both I mean, have Harden in the mix too. Would be interesting. Harden in the mix would definitely take yeah. them past. I think where they are, sure, like where they where LeBron and CP could be. That just adds the more layer. But LeBron and Chris Paul, what you have to understand, are two players who have incredible basketball mm-hmm. IQs. The way they play the game is so intelligent, and that's why LeBron was so so mad at mm-hmm. Jr. when he made that huge mistake because he forgot the score. Sure, which sure. is because that's not basketball IQ. And right. CP is probably definitely going to the Hall of Fame, one yeah. of the greatest point guards. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline of all time, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and I'm a little biased being a Clippers fan, uh, and he's been there for seven years, yeah. but, 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 <laughs> but Chris Paul, the way he plays the mm-hmm. game and the way he sees the court is unlike any other player. He sure. has the ability to know when to stop up for a jumper, when to pass. He, he can find players on the court better than anyone, and I think mm-hmm. them two together, they just respect and yeah, complement each other's Yeah, there'd be quite the basketball games. IQ and the maturity mm-hmm. level, all of that They're would be, so mature. Would be big. So, I mean, they're, they're old players, but they're mature. But there's also talk about, obviously, the Celtics and you know the 76ers being such a powerful force in the East next season. So, again, why wouldn't he, you know, I, I mean, I, we don't know where he's going, but why wouldn't there be such a heavy, you know, lean towards those two teams versus the Lakers? Well, why the Lakers, essentially? Okay. And not those two teams. Well, the main argument for the Lakers, for everyone mm-hmm. who hasn't been seeing it, and I think most people have been seeing mm-hmm. it, is people are looking and saying, oh, well, LeBron has his kids in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. He's bought houses in Los Angeles. Everything looks – he's even said he wants mm-hmm. to move to Los Angeles. Everything, it seems, he wants to pick everything up and move yeah, to LA. Yeah, the pieces are lining up. However – the Lakers, I don't think, have enough right now to entice LeBron mm-hmm. to go somewhere. I feel like he'd have to the same situation yes. in Cleveland. Sure. He'd go there. He has guys now in Cleveland like Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance, mind you, who were Lakers. Mm-hmm. IT is in L.A., Isaiah right. Thomas. I definitely think he's leaving. Mm-hmm. But if he stays, there's conflict there between LeBron and IT. They were teammates. I see Le- Lonzo, Kuzma. I think those are young players, but they do have a lot of personal issues. Mm-hmm. I think Lonzo with his dad, of course, their childishness. Like, they're they're good players. They're great players. But I definitely, I mean, if you saw the report about Kuzma and Lonzo asking to, like, knock it off, Lonzo put out the rap song. Like, it's <laughs> Kylie Kuzma. It's funny. Yeah. But it's just, it's a very young inexperienced team and I think they need to move a lot a lot of pieces Mm -hmm. in order to get LeBron there and I just don't think 
that's enticing to LeBron. Right. You know? And I think that that's the biggest thing is that he's he's looking for a championship. He's looking for a team that's going to say, this is what we can provide for you, you know, mm-hmm. on the back end because he just can't carry another team on his shoulders. So moving forward, you know, we've got Kawhi Leonard. We've got Paul George. Um, Cousins, Paul Durant, DeAndre Jordan, Aaron Gordon. I mean, there's a lot of pieces on the table here. So how are you feeling about these free agents? Well, I – okay. Well, Kawhi, I'm not sure. I, I'm not – I don't think he's – a free agent per se, mm-hmm. but he wants. You have to correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. If he's a free agent or not, chat. Let me know if I'm, if I'm being <laughs> if I'm being an idiot. But nevertheless, Kawhi wants out of out of San Antonio. Yeah, he Did you read about this. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah. He wants out. He had the whole season the quad injury. He hasn't been feeling good, but he wants out. I think that's why there's a lot of conversation about where he's going next. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Is he going to be traded? Is he going to be whatever is going to happen? So then you're looking at okay. Where does Kawhi go? Now maybe the Lakers. Maybe the Lakers. Yeah, and then you have he and LeBron. That then would give he LeBron and LeBron because yeah. if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, I know right. it seems very enticing. L.A. I know the Clippers are trying to put a bid for him. Mm-hmm. That's another question: if they should do it, if sure. the Lakers should even do it with his flakiness. Maybe it's flakiness because of who he is. Maybe it's the management that he's been having from the family. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just the Spurs. Maybe it's the Spurs organization, which. It boggles my mind that someone wouldn't want to play for the Spurs. Play under Pop. Play with that team. They're one of the most professional teams in the yes, entire NBA. Yes. So How, well put together. So well coached. But, I mean, we also just don't know between chemistry and corporation, if you will. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I guess. I, yeah. That makes sense. So then he could, I mean, but the Cavs, the Cavs have inquired about him, too. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and that's a whole other topic for another show is how the Cavs move forward without mm-hmm. their legacy of LeBron but I, I mean they need to build a team that can can sustain the competition that the NBA is at mm-hmm. right now like and the Warriors you saw what happened when the Caps lost LeBron the mm-hmm. first time just they were here yep just and they will it's right going to be more rebuilding for sure it's so. going to be they're going to find their next Kyrie they're probably not going to entice LeBron back he's going to be too old where him coming back is not going to make that right. much of a difference it's it's just it's going to be the same thing we see with the Cavs. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely worried about them. Mm-hmm. Even if they get Kawhi, I don't see I don't see them because Kawhi's not better than LeBron. Sure. sure, that's just a proven fact. LeBron is a better player than Kawhi is. LeBron's prime. LeBron now would do. LeBron took just if just just to put it on the table. Mm-hmm. LeBron took that Cavs team, who were nothing, mm-hmm. and put them all on his back, mm-hmm. and he took them to the championship. Yeah. He took them to the finals. They got swept. Okay, it's the Warriors. Mm-hmm. They have four All-Stars. But LeBron took that team on his back to the finals. I don't think Kawhi could do the same thing to that team. No. No, absolutely no. not. No, what do you think? But, I mean, I think it would be, I think it, that would be quite a quite right, a mix though? in Los Angeles, those two. And combined. then... But again, let's talk about the kind of dark horse. I feel like a lot of people are forgetting about Aaron Gordon, Aaron who you Gordon. and I talked about before the show. And for people who aren't kind of keeping up with his stats, he peaked at essentially the best level this season. He averaged 17.6 points per game, 7.9 rebounds, 2.3 assists, uh, shot 43.4% from the field overall, knocked down 33.6 and three-point shots. Like, that is insanity. So you throw him it's... in the mix, even as sort of a undertone to LeBron or undertone to you know, mm-hmm. Durant or Chris Paul is like, man, there's just so much potential. I mean, I think the Rockets already are going to be such a force next season anyway. But Yeah, well, Aaron Gordon's an interesting case because I'm going to just say it now, and I've been saying this thing since about, like, 2009, mm-hmm. but the Magic organization is falling apart. Mm-hmm. They haven't had much success since the Dwight Howard era. Previously, before 
like if you go back when they had like Shaq and Penny and those guys, mm-hmm. they were okay. Like they were doing fine. Mm-hmm. But Dwight left. Dwight came to L.A. on the failed experiment with Nash, <laughs> and they just they went downhill. Yeah. And I know they've had guys like Victor Oladipo, who they drafted, mm-hmm. who was really nothing until he went to the Pacers. They had guys like Alfred Payton, who they would hope to be something, traded him to the Suns. But I think Aaron Gordon is really a talent that mm-hmm. people don't see. Yes, mm-hmm. he can dunk. Mm-hmm. We've seen the dunks. We've seen what he can do with the dunk contest. People yeah. are like, oh, he's just a Zach Levine, and look what Zach Levine's doing on the Bulls. Right. Not a lot. I mean, Zach Levine was hurt, but he wasn't really doing a lot. He, mm-hmm. wasn't, he was just a dunker. But I think Aaron Gordon mm-hmm. flies under the radar because people don't really look to Orlando. Mm-hmm. It's a very... It's, it's a very under... Rated team, underrated so, team. So, but there's so there's conversation about him city. going to the Pacers because Indiana yes. Indiana has a lot of money to spend in this offseason. So or postseason. So I, I'm wondering, you know, how that's going to play. Do you think Indiana could possibly acquire him as well? Yes, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Indiana is a team that has like grown so him. much. Yeah, they're such a they're like such a scrappy squad. Mm-hmm. I know Victor Oladipo leading them mm-hmm. definitely. I think mm-hmm. we'll get it. We'll get yeah. into it, but yeah. definitely. A good choice for most improved player. <laughs> I think that squad has a lot of potential with yeah. who they have. I but think them Miles, two together in the East could together. be such a force. Them two and Miles Turner yeah. together. That three is such a young squad that sure. I think could go so many places. That team, I like them. I mean, they were good with Paul George, but mm-hmm. I think it's a nice... Because Aaron Gordon, he's such a good... He's a great player, but he's such a good second fiddle. Sure. He can provide so much to Oladipo's game, mm-hmm. really anyone's game, because he's just... He reminds me a lot of Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. He definitely reminds me a lot of Blake Griffin, the way how he plays, like, the intensity that mm-hmm. he has when he plays, mm-hmm. and definitely that he's developed the shot like Blake was developing a shot. I know mm-hmm. if you're a Clippers fan, if you're a Pistons fan well, now. Blake and CP were they so had the good great together. Thing. I yep. think if you can find a duo like a Blake sure. and CP, then I think you have a very good chance of going further than you've gone before as a Pacers team. Right, right. And when that's the recipe, it's like Curry and Durant. You know, you've got mm-hmm. to have your, t- your your two that, I mean, the Warriors are deep no matter what, but you have to have your oh, two yeah. that are going to help carry. So, wow, that's some big stuff. Now we've got the draft as well. So Trey Young is the, the conversation of the hour. What do we think is happening with Trey Young? Trey Young. He's either going to be, a, to me, a bust or a... Trey Young come out has what I like to call bust potential. Yeah. Trey Young is... A flashy player, mm-hmm. highlighted by Sports Center. Everyone saw him. Everyone mm-hmm. saw him at Oklahoma, putting up like forty plus. Like, oh can we talk God. about Oklahoma? Like, what is it about Baker Mayfield and I Trey Young that brings Baker out these Mayfield like Baker Mayfield and Trey Young? Uh, yeah, you, they're literally either like they're going to just come out so strong, or they're going to bust. Yeah, yeah so but the thing about Baker and Trey is <laughs> they don't get far in when it like when it counts, like the tournament or the playoffs in yeah. college football. They didn't get very far. Yet they're supposed to be the best players. I mean. Okay, I get you don't really get that, sure. that far in college with one player, but still. Sure. But still, like, that's why I think they have a lot of bust potential is right. because they can be leaders, but I don't think the game they play transitions to the NBA very well. Yeah, or the NFL and Bakersfield. No, yeah, exactly. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with him. Who do you think is going to be first overall? First overall. Okay. Prediction. Prediction. All right, prediction time. And let us know. Let us know in the chat. Yeah, the chat is wild. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. I'm kind of trying to double team here while we're missing our starring lady. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for being part of the chat and, and let us know what you're thinking, man. It's going off right now. <laughs> I got, I got two predictions for first pick, and these are the only two players I'm going to say are going to go first pick if the Suns keep the pick. 
Right. Mind you, the Suns are fielding a lot of offers as every team ever for the first pick. Mm -hmm. This is their first first pick, and I definitely think they want to use it well. They don't want to like shake, like falter under the pressure. Mm -hmm. I definitely think first option is Luka Doncic. Mm -hmm. I definitely think he's a player out of I want to say Serbia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He is such an amazing talent. I know he played for Real Madrid very well in the Euro League. Mm -hmm. He won MVP. Of I think I think the championship or the playoffs, mm -hmm. something he's winning awards out in Europe. He's playing amazing in Spain. He's doing all the things he has to do. He's a great team player. He has good ball movement, a good shot, and on the national team, the coach of the Suns, mm -hmm. they have the connection. The coach of the Suns, coach Luca. I definitely think they have that connection, and I definitely think that entices the coach to want to pick a player. Now my other option. Out of Arizona, mm -hmm. staying in Arizona, mm -hmm. DeAndre Ayton. Mm. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I definitely think he... As now, second pick? No, as the second okay. option for the first pick Got of the it. Suns. Okay, perfect. The two that I think they're going to look at mm -hmm. and try to debate. Like, okay, well, you have the guard or you have the big in DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton was this player who came out of Arizona, or coming out of Arizona still. Now, Arizona, I know I... You always never judge a player off the tournament. Mm -hmm. Never judge a player off of the March Madness tournament because sure. that's not how, that's not, that's just not where players, some players shine. But like, the guy, I'm, his name's escaping my mm -hmm. mind. It's the from um, Villanova, who I may have picked from March Madness. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Yes. Picked NC last year. <laughs> Two years running. Don't at me. But D, his name's escaping we'll my mind. It, we'll yeah. come back to yeah. it. Because Villanova's pretty stacked, mm -hmm. too. He's a player entering the draft. Mm -hmm. um, D. Vincenzo. It's, it's, it's escaping my mind. Okay. Forgive me, y'all. We'll get the live chat to help you out on that. Yeah. I'm going to need some help. But this is a player who came out, mm -hmm. Villanova, entering the draft, and he's so hot. He won the uh, the MVP for mm -hmm. the championship game. There you go. Di Vincenzo. Yes. Perfect. Great player. Him. People are looking at him, but he had a hot game and a hot March Madness. Mm-hmm. You can't judge a player like that, mm -hmm, though. Mm -hmm. That's why DeAndre Ayton, he lost the first round of Buffalo. Right. He's still an amazing player. There he is, up there on the screen. There he is, looking but good. But you can't, you can't judge DeAndre Ayton mm -hmm. on that March Madness game. Right. But Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, we both, we all agree that being in a, you know, NHL, NBA, NFL, whatever it may be, is going to be a different animal than college ball. Oh, for but, sure. But, I mean, what, I, I like what uh, Lou said in our chat. He was talking about how he, he thinks that, you know, I, I love it. The chat is going crazy. You guys are awesome. Um, Trey and Baker are going to prove all the naysayers wrong, and I love really? that. You know, I think that there's. I love the support. I think that you know when you have that strength and supporting your, you know, the new the up and coming new players. Okay, it's, it's good times. Um, okay. So we also Bernard thinks that Trey is going to be a trap pick. I'm kind of curious what that means, but um, do you think that Trey is going to be like in the top five for a pick? Okay, definitely not top five. Okay. I think teams are smarter than that, yeah. and I definitely think he could maybe drop. He seems like a Cavs type of player. Mm -hmm. um, remind me what pick the Cavs have again. They have the uh, uh, nine? The, the Cavs have, um, we'll bring that up. We'll get, we'll get that too. Um, but yeah, they, Cavs have, let's see what we got here. The Cavs have eight. The eighth pick. Yeah. There are a lot of drafts pick, y'all. It's hard to remember them. Yeah. The Cavs have the eighth pick. I definitely see them taking him there mm. just because of 
they want to build their team around someone flashy sure. like Trey Young, someone sure. who can score like Trey Young, someone who has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. And I think they're willing to take that, you know, that bust potential and okay. run with it because I definitely think they like the press that comes with it. Mm-hmm. They've been in the spotlight for so long with LeBron, and if LeBron leaves, it's very dependent. If LeBron leaves, mm-hmm. they pick Trey Young. Or it's like I wonder if Orlando will pick it up, pick him up as well. So I don't know. They could. Ooh, there is a lot happening in the draft. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Orlando. Goodness. I mean, Orlando has a they have a tendency to go after guys who kind of like fizzle into nothing. Like sure. I know we talked about Alfred Payton. He kind of was nothing. All the depot. Part mm-hmm. of a terrible, terrible draft class. I know that one had Jonathan Tatacumpo, but mm-hmm. other than that, no one really. So mm-hmm. he kind of became nothing until he went yeah. to Indiana. And guys, Jonathan Isaac, I'm probably people when I say the name Jonathan Isaac are like, David, who the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Jonathan Isaac was a player picked by the Magic last year mm-hmm. out of Florida State. He's not doing uh, He's not doing much. Yeah. He was a great player in Florida State. Yeah. They went far in the tournament they were doing all right they just have a tendency to pick players who fizzle out into really nothingness and i sure. have a fear that whoever they pick even if it's trey young i think that he's not going to be a lot in he needs a he needs a platform yeah i'll just say it, he yeah needs, but i also think again he's going to need the support they, they can't put him on a team where he's gonna have to be their he start player yeah he's oh, gonna God, need, no, not he's gonna need a system that can back him up so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that and again the live chat we can't keep up because there's just two of us here, but thank you we're so going much. Fast, There's guys. good stuff going here. Um, we're going to transition into the NHL. The draft as well is happening this weekend. Big things are happening and moving in the NHL. Um, biggest news, I don't know if you guys heard, but Barry Trotz has retired or, I'm sorry, resigned from the Washington Capitals, which is just sort of unheard of because he just took the Caps to... The cup. The cup. But I will say that um, it's it's very strategic. It's very smart. A, a lot of his people are saying that, you know, his representatives are trying to take advantage of this time to try to negotiate more money. Very smart power move. He's one of the best, if not top five, coaches in the NHL. So I think he's wanting to find a home where he can be paid well and, and again, bring another team. We're going to bring the picture up uh, of him with the cup soon. But, yeah, he he's he's going to be going places for sure. The interesting thing is the New York Islanders are the only team right now without a coach. Really? And they so, have... I mean, obviously we know that things can shift around and that will happen, mm-hmm. but I just I don't really know if I'm loving him in, in New York. But, again, it's going to be about where he can be compensated for what he's worth. Well, the Islanders, you know, Tavares. Yeah, yeah Tavares is, is one of the top free agents right now. So that's going to be really, really a big thing in the NHL to see where he lands, you know, coming up. Looking at, you know, he, I mean, teams like, mm-hmm. thought about like teams like the Rangers, yeah. teams like the Leafs. I'd like to see him with the Leafs, yeah. Because the, Leaf, the Leafs are on just like, mm-hmm. they had a great season last season. They just need a little right bit there. more star power. Yeah. I'm and Austin Matthews. I think they'd be great together. Right. It's just, if he stays with the Islanders, mm-hmm. I mean, they can, I mean, do they acquire the coach? Do yeah. they... I don't know. I definitely, I don't really understand why winning a cup and leaving mm-hmm. is an idea. Mm-hmm. Like, you win the cup. You want to stay with your team. Win them a second cup. I mean, cup. he's put a lot of time in Washington, and again, he's been known as one of the best coaches in the NHL. So, again, his people are trying to move him in a position where he's being compensated and being, you know, the pay is being negotiated to benefit him. Um, and, I, I mean, I'm completely on board with that. I think that it is a little bit of a... A blow, if you will, for the Caps because right. they're now losing the coaching and the chemistry and all of that. I'm I'm so curious who will come in and be the new head coach. I mean, I maybe no Dan Bylsma. I'm a big fan of Dan Bylsma. He did some good things with the Pittsburgh Penguins in, mm-hmm. in 09. So 
I don't know. I mean, it's, it's so many moving pieces to that, but that was some huge news in the in the NHL. And then, yeah, we've got the the draft picks coming up, and there's there are some amazing amazing draft picks. So John Carlson mm-hmm. um, is is somebody who played for the Caps. He's a, he's a free agent right now. We've got. Um, Paul Stonsky, Mike Green, Evander Kane. I mean, these are big names. James Neal from Vegas. Mm-hmm. I mean, he plateaued a little bit in the middle of the season. I don't feel like he had his best postseason, but James Neal came from Pittsburgh as well. Very, very strong, you know, in the neutral zone and being, you know, he's a, he's a great scorer. So I, I'm so curious where he might land um, as well. But it's just all about caps and where those are going to fall. And we, uh, just like the NBA, you know. Exactly like the NBA. Who's going to go where? Joe Thornton. My goodness, he's been with San Jose for years. Oh my god! I mean, playing with Patrick Marlowe. I mean, there's just so much to be said there. So it's just all about who has the money. Yeah, Rick Nash. It's it's a theme in sports, and you know, if you like look at the NBA, like the Celtics have the money. Like sure, team like bad teams, they have money. Yeah, just and the Lakers are trying to free up money, which Mm -hmm. is I just I kind of want to touch on that just a little bit. The Lakers. What they're trying to do is we talked about them trying to add LeBron. We talked about them mm-hmm. trying to add Kawhi. But I think the most realistic approach that they're trying to do, and they're trying to get all three. Yeah. Because they're trying to get Paul George. Mm-hmm. They're trying to go after Paul George, which I definitely think if one of the three players goes to that team, it's going to be Paul George. Mm-hmm. But, Becky, what are your thoughts on that? Paul George, Lakers, Lakers trying to get all three. Tell me about it. I mean, I think the Lakers, with the strategy that they're coming at, you know, at it with LeBron, they need to be focused on LeBron right now. I mean, I think that mm-hmm. you just kind of start doing too much too soon. I mean, I, I don't know. That could that could be a recipe for a bad situation. I, I, I think if they're pushing for LeBron, they need to focus on LeBron. Uh, but it's also the Lakers, and look at how many championships they have. They're such a dominant team. But can they be a competitor in the West last year or next year? I don't know. I mean, it's I don't know if I, if I can buy it between the Warriors and, and the Rockets. I just think it's going to take a couple years, maybe three years, for the Lakers to really put themselves in a position to be competitive. So trying to do too much just yeah. makes sense. Well, me I mean, to end. get that team, to get the three players, they would have to – Essentially, not clear house, but oh, they'd have to clear, clear house. house. I mean, that would be like maxing the cap of the cap. They so. would have to. I mean, that's three. That's three max deals, and I don't think any of those players are taking cuts if they could go somewhere else right. to a better team, even and mm-hmm. get more money. It you got a clear house. You look at a guy like Lonzo. Mm-hmm. You probably have to get rid of yeah, Kuzma. You might have to like dock his pay. Players like Julius Randle, you have to let go of. I know he's a free agent. You've got to let go of players like Randle, Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. If you keep Brooke Lopez and Isaiah Thomas and you're trying to get these three players, never going to happen. Yeah. yeah. They're going to have to do serious remodeling if they want they these are, three players. They are, and I think that's why I'm saying it's like no matter what they do, they try to get three players, they're focused on that and they could you know, who knows what's going to happen with LeBron, but if you focus on LeBron, you're going to be losing potentially other players you should be focusing on that other teams will take. Because you try to package a deal for Kawhi in a trade instead of just, I mean, you got to try to trade him, but then who do you trade? Because, I mean, they've said, they've come out saying no one's off the table, Mm -hmm. but then you look at guys like Lonzo, who they drafted, who Magic was like, called him, and they had the whole Mm -hmm. talk, and LeVar even. Oi, but... LeVar has been talking about, oh, my kid's better than Steph. He's going to do these great things with the Lakers. He's right. going to be a Laker. All my boys are going to be Lakers. You know, LiAngelo's in the draft sure, now. Sure, sure. So it, it's just, you got to, 
do they even want to trade Lonzo or package Lonzo or Kuzma, some of those young guys, in a right. trade to try to get all three or even Kawhi? I don't know. I mean, I think that they need their they need their pillar player, if you will. They need their LeBron, and then you start building it from that. That's just my opinion mm-hmm. because I feel like they've already tried it the other way when they lost Kobe. It was like you just have all these young players just kind of with their heads up in the sky trying to figure out what's happening. It's kind of been that team for a while, and they've tried it to has, have rookies it lead it. D'Angelo Russell, yeah. Lonzo. It's just, it's not been it's working. It's not, not a good recipe. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they build that up, and um, we'll keep everyone updated on mm-hmm. that as well. Kind of moving through uh, to some other news. You guys, Jay-Z partnered with Puma. Yes, And he again, did. on the topic of, uh, you know, the NBA, how is that going to affect the NBA? I mean, we're talking, he's the creative director for their basketball operations, and they're going to endorse the top five draft picks. Like, this is huge. And there's a lot of conversation, again, about Nike and Adidas. They're the the main two, you know, sponsors, if you will, of, of you know, of the NBA, and now Puma's swooping in. So it's mm-hmm. like, how is that going to kind of change the landscape of, especially, like, the sneaker world? You know what I mean? We're so used to seeing Jordan, and now it's it could change it up. It's another brand. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. It's just another brand giving new athletes an opportunity of where to sign. Yeah. Because, you know, when you see a new, ath- see a new athlete, mm-hmm. brands like Nike, Adidas, Jordan, yeah. Under Armour, who have Steph Curry, yeah. mind you, they look at well, these. Well, you have LeBron and Jordan for Nike, and then we mm-hmm. have Kanye and Pharrell for Adidas. It's like you don't really have that person for Puma. No, you I mean, really that's, don't. That's some pretty big balls from Puma it's, to be able to partner with Jay-Z. Puma's been, you know, they've been making shoes. They, sure. A lot of cleats, for soccer, but more, football. Yeah, but, but I would say more lifestyle. I, I don't see a, them in athletics. No, primarily. I don't see them either. So to make, like, athletic shoes, mm-hmm. I definitely, I like it. It's another okay. brand. It's yeah. getting rid of, because, I mean, I don't want to see a monopoly mm-hmm. in, like, the shoe business but in the with NBA. That, but with that said, can Puma, and I guess we'll find out, especially with JC kind of helping create this, can Puma provide the specific type of shoe that, you know, Nike can, for example. I mean, you look at these b-ball players and their shoes are everything. They're half of their identity, especially Mm -hmm. in the basketball world. Sneakers is, you know, sneakerhead is a real thing. So I'm just wondering how can Puma really be competitive with with a brand like Nike? Okay, I definitely think Puma can provide the shoes. Mm -hmm. The saying is, is anyone even going to top Nike? Mm -hmm. Adidas is there. But I don't think Adidas has that that leverage on Nike yeah. now that Nike even is sponsoring the jerseys. Mm-hmm. And they have that whole jersey remodel where they took the idea of a home jersey and a road jersey. And they threw that out the window. Mm-hmm. And they had the icon, the association, and the city, and, like, throwback. And they were like, oh, you can wear two colors, and you can just, like, coordinate with the team. And you can right. wear, like, yellow, and you can wear blue. It's a whole new system in the sure. NBA with the jerseys, which I'm very for – Mm-hmm. But it's all brought to you by Nike. Nike, yeah. And I mean, I don't even know if Puma's intention is to try to overthrow Nike, but it does definitely change Options it up quite a bit. And, and again, Jay Z is such a, as we know, a prominent you know icon. And mm-hmm. I mean, it, the other question is, can he kind of breach into the basketball world because he's he's so strong in music? Yes, he's a basketball fan, but it just it'll be interesting to see what in the world of basketball how he affects that essentially. Well, Jay Z's always kind of had, and I know a lot of rappers have had this effect, mm-hmm. but Jay-Z's always had this, like, in this on fo- basketball. Following, yeah, and he has, mm-hmm. has a huge following. He's been, like, you can see him in, like, the Nets hat. Mm-hmm. You can see him in the, in the Yankee hat, of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's baseball, but still, courtside at Nets games. Like, mm-hmm. he's very involved in Brooklyn sports mm-hmm. and, like, Brooklyn basketball mm-hmm. and just 
basketball in general. Right. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of rappers yeah. involved in basketball. Rap is kind of basketball music. I know of we course, were... Of course, of course. Yeah, those were... I mean, it's funny because they were... You know, I was reading about this and they were talking about how it's like hip-hop, sneakers, NBA, mm-hmm. it's all synonymous. So it's, it makes sense to kind of have that They all go together. Yeah. And like... If you look at like 2000s basketball, you have 2000s rappers. Look at 2010s basketball, mm-hmm. you have 2010s rappers. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Right. It'll so, just be interesting now to be seeing Pumas on people's feet. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but all the power team, if they can get endorsement on the, like I said, the top five, you know, draftees, that's going to be so huge. It's so huge. And I know already guys like Marvin Bagley mm-hmm. signed, DeAndre mm-hmm. Ayton, who yeah. we talked about, yeah. have signed with yeah. Puma. Yeah, guys that Duke, Arizona. It's gonna be, yeah, it's going to be a, again changing landscape. For it's sure. gonna it's gonna work with a guy but like Jay Z. He's such a businessman. He's That's the thing. A, he's not just like a rapper, a dad. You know, it's he literally is just kind of the whole gamut. So it's so exciting to see. I mean, that was that was what a lot of four forty four was about. Yeah. Like the story of OJ, his song is very much about being a businessman, mm-hmm. being an African American businessman, yeah. and succeeding in today's world. Mm-hmm. And he wants people to succeed. He's very much a mogul. He's Great at marketing. I think him spearheading this movement, Mm -hmm. I think it's so huge. And I think it's the reason why it's actually going to have some traction in the NBA. Sure. Yeah, the endorsements are going to be huge. My goodness. Well, that's some some exciting news. You guys, we're going to talk about now... um, Bonnie Jill and I on Thursday had an incredible opportunity to go to Yassiel Puig's charity... Um, benefit dinner gala poker tournament uh, for Wild Horse Children's Foundation. Now, I don't know if you've heard about these, some pictures that are coming up, us with Matt Kemp. Uh, we got to meet just so many amazing people and hear about this foundation. It's committed to helping children in undeserved communities by placing health and education first as a priority. So it's just been, that was such an incredible night. We just thank Yasiel and the Dodgers, everyone for you know the invite. And um, my, my goodness, we had such a blast. But more importantly, isn't it incredible that these athletes use their celebrity, use their platform to do such amazing things, wouldn't you say, David? I mean, he, again, like he founded this, you know, this foundation, and I, I just, I knew nothing about it when I went in. I was like, my goodness, what he's doing for these children is incredible. I think that's great. I think when someone can use a platform like that yeah. to do good in the world and philanthropy, I think that's amazing. Yeah. And he, I mean, he was roaming the room, he was working the crowd, he was just so it's involved, great. and I think, especially in Los Angeles, you know, community service is such a big deal, big deal anywhere, mm-hmm. but huge. what he's doing here has just been so phenomenal, so again, that was such a such an honor to be there, and kind of wanted to touch on that, and on the topic of MLB, let's let's kind of dive into what, what's happening in the landscape of, of, um, of baseball MLB, right now. MLB, yeah. MLB, baseball. Dodgers are getting a little better. Dodgers I mean, they were are getting a, a little start. better. It's, right now, you have teams like... The Red Sox, Mm -hmm. the Yankees, and Mm -hmm. I think the Red Sox, the Yankees are two teams that are very good. They are at the top. Sucks that they're in the same division. Mm -hmm. Only one Mm -hmm. team can win the division, but one team's going to win that division. One team is going to go to the wild card game, probably have home field advantage. And the only other teams in that division, I mean, that are really probably worth anything, like the Rays. Like, it's, I mean, the Orioles, like, it's just. There's not enough in that division to compete with them. You have teams like the Mariners and the Astros mm-hmm. going up head to head in the AL West. Mm-hmm. You have a team. This just, just bear with me. It hurts. <laughs> you have a team like the Angels who have. Now this is true. This uh-huh. is a true fact. 
15 players on the disabled list. Ooh. 15, including yeah, that's... Matt Shoemaker, mm-hmm. Shohei Otani. I know. Grade I... 2 UCL sprain. I mean, that's going to be detrimental to their season. Which sure. is, yeah. when you have, that's probably one of the worst injuries mm-hmm. I know a pitcher can have sure. is a UCL sprain yeah. or tear. If it's grade 3, mm-hmm. it's torn, yeah. requires yeah. Tommy he's, John. He's going to be out for most of the season. I mean, oh, I think it it's... It's going to be another shakeup for sure. I mean, do you do you see Houston being in the final in the in the you know final again, or what do you what do you, what are your Houston? Thoughts on them? Um, I definitely Houston has their work cut out for them yeah. with the Mariners. I'm feeling underwhelmed by them right now. I'm very underwhelmed by them at home. On the road, they seem very good, but they're just not doing the same stuff at home. The Mariners, I think, are out showing everyone. I know they've had the Robinson Cano injury deal, and but they've had guys like. You know, D. Gordon, Gene mm-hmm. Segura, if you remember, he was really good on the Brewers a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have a lot of guys who can do a lot of good things, and I think Kyle Seeger, mm-hmm. Corey Seeger's brother, Corey Seeger out, Tommy John, got that UCL. But his brother yeah. came in the league yeah. before him. Yeah. He's a really good third baseman. They have a lot of good players mm-hmm. on that team who I know can do a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. The pitching's good. Yeah. They've been out. They've been outplaying mm-hmm. everyone's expectations. What do you think, a little dark horse in the, in the I mix? I think a yeah. big dark horse yeah. in the mix. I think they definitely. I mean, it's still so early to tell because it's we really know early. Baseball, it's not there's... even at the. It's not even at the midsummer classic <laughs> yeah, yet. We're not even midway. We're not halfway that. there. It's still early to tell, but yeah. that's kind of what's going on in the AL. You have the Indians kind of fighting, but I think they have the AL Central locked up. Teams like the Royals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a few years ago were good, gone down, but yes. really it's. Those teams in the AL, Mm -hmm. the Twins are looking okay. They're not looking terrible, but no one can really compete with the Indians Mm -hmm. in that division. But then if you look over the NL, Mm -hmm. you have teams Mm -hmm. like the Diamondbacks, Mm -hmm. who are doing great in the NL West. Teams like the Rockies, who are trying to climb up there with them. The Dodgers have been improving. Mm -hmm. They have... They were, I think they're above 500 now. Yeah, I mean, they were they were not doing so well at the beginning of May, and now I think they're like two games They're climbing. From the, from the a lot top. of help from Matt Kemp, who mm-hmm. came back, who's actually been playing pretty good. Yeah. I know they've had injuries to Clayton Kershaw, and they've had injuries to Corey Seager. I know, I'm wondering Seager. what's going to happen with him. Kershaw, that's, that's going to be I don't think they have what it takes to go back to where they were, but I definitely think they could come close. Mm-hmm. And I think they're a team that's probably... Barely going to miss the playoffs. Right. Star I want to say thinks on our chat that the Blue Jays have two weeks to get up, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Blue yeah, Jays. Blue Jays are yeah. not. They're in the AL West. And West I'm sorry, AL, AL East. East. They're mm-hmm. in the AL East. They're it's the Yankees and the Red Sox. Sure, sure. It's no one else is going to compete with that team. And then you look over at you have the NL Central mm-hmm. teams like the Brewers and mm-hmm. the Cubs are fighting for that. The Brewers, who mm-hmm. a couple of years ago weren't really anything, and mm-hmm. I know you had the whole Ryan Braun scandal mm-hmm. years and years and years ago, and they had. Carlos Gomez, who was good on their team, got bounced around to Houston, went to the Rangers on the Rangers now. Sure. But they have, they're a team, they're a young team, they remind me a lot of the Mariners. It's very, it's like team baseball, which I know is not a, it's not a huge real thing, but baseball is a very one-on-one kind of sport, but they're playing, Mm -hmm. they have a great overall Mm -hmm. team and team chemistry, Mm -hmm. and the Cubs, I mean the Cubs, Javier Baez, I know Mm -hmm. he's dealing with some mm-hmm. injuries maybe pretty sure it's Javier Baez yeah. but I mean you know they have guys like Chris Bryant they have guys like Anthony sure. Rizzo they made it to the um, NLCS last year they made it they won their first championship in 106 years 2016 over the yeah. Indians who yeah. now have the longest playoff 
championship drought, 60-plus years. So they're, they're doing good in the mm-hmm. NL Central. And you look at the NL, the NL East, you have teams like the Mets mm-hmm. were very hot mm-hmm. earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. They kind of fell. But I think— Yeah, and so were the Angels until they had— Mm-hmm, until they had injuries, all so. their injuries. Um, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back and touch on that in a sec. But mm-hmm. what I was going to say is the Nationals, yeah. I think, of that team. The Nationals are very much—they okay. have guys like Bryce Harper. They're guys like Max Scherzer, who I definitely think is right. in the running for the Cy Young Best Pitcher of the Year mm-hmm. in the NL. They have, like, Steven Strasburg. I'm, Steven, I'm pretty sure Steven mm-hmm. Strasburg, mm-hmm. he might have left that team. I thought he left. I think he left. It's been a while, y'all, with <laughs> Nationals pitching. It's been a while. But I know they have guys—I think they still have—I want to say they still have Gio Gonzalez— they're doing they're yeah. doing great things. I think that team with Jason Worth, right. I like them a lot. Right. And there's really, I mean, teams in that division, the mm-hmm. Bra- um, the Braves. Mm-hmm. I can't believe the, I didn't touch on the Braves. Braves? Okay. The Braves, they're so young, they're mm-hmm. so good, and Freddie Freeman is playing mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. I saw, I was watching um, just a baseball show mm-hmm. or something. I read something, and they said the Braves first baseman. Yeah, and I was like, well. You're just going to say Braves first baseman? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not even going to acknowledge Freddie well, Freeman and what I, he's been doing? Yeah, and I think the part of it is if they are so young, it's like you've got to earn your weight before you're notable to be able to be talked mm-hmm. about. But, yeah, the Braves, the Braves. I grew up actually um, a Braves fan. And, really? Yeah, my family. So, I mean, they they were mainly Cincinnati and Braves. But, anyway, long story short, yeah, Braves. Well, Cincinnati, that's a, Braves, now that's a hard one. I, I know, that's a hard one now. But, no, the Braves The Braves used to be real good in their in their heyday, so I'm hoping that they can kind of pick themselves up and be mm. a contender. Um, I know there's so much we could talk about MLB. Um, let's move through to NBA and NHL awards that are coming up. And then uh, next week we'll talk more about World Cup. We'll talk about um, more, you know, baseball news. I know Bonnie Jill's going to talk about her Giants mm-hmm. and all of that. So, We'll kind of save that for next week. And then also on the docket, guys, we're trying to get Mike Smith, our amazing, amazing triple crown, triple crown jockey. Winner, so we'd love to get him in studio. And then we're going to have Alex Faust, who is the uh, LA Kings um, TV commentator. So we'll mm-hmm. get him as well. So there's a lot lot happening on the show. we but, got a lot, lot coming up for you Yeah, so tomorrow's the NHL Awards. I'm going to be there on the red carpet in Vegas. Hello! I'm excited to interview the players. I'll bring some of those interviews. We're going to have a great time tomorrow uh, just kind of bringing... Yeah, NHL to the world and giving out some awards. I'm so I'm excited, excited about for that. It. I'm excited for you. I'm. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm just. I'm it's hoping. Be a trip. I'm hoping that my Andre Kopitar wins. Um, I'm hoping that. Yes, please. Yeah, Kobe. there's a lot. Like you know, best goaltender. I'm, I'm pulling for um, Connor from the Winnipeg Jets. He mm-hmm. he had an incredible season. So I'm excited for that. So well, I won't bore you with going through all that. But go <laughs> online, watch the NHL awards. Going to be um, on an NHL.com. You can also get it on um, Hulu as well. So. I'll be talking about that next week as well. And then yeah. for NBA, we got some NBA awards, how are you feeling about MVP, your predictions, kind of if you want Let's to run through Let's go through them. Let's go through them. Yeah. All right. So first of all, I think we got to start with the big one, MVP, yeah. the nominees, Yeah. Anthony Davis, sure. LeBron, James Harden. Mm-hmm. I, am I going to have to spell it out, or we all think it's right. clear? Right. Yeah. Come Move, on. Moving through. Moving through. It's James we'll, Harden now. We'll, we'll go through this quickly just because we are running out of time. So who? Who? So MVP, we think James Harden. I think James Harden. Okay. He's had probably the best season of his career. Okay. I think last year it was between him and Westbrook, and I definitely think he could have taken it over Westbrook, but yeah. Westbrook had the triple doubles. I think Westbrook definitely deserved it last year, but Harden was in the mix. Sure. It's his time. Okay. How about Rookie of the Year? Rookie Sim- of ben the Simmons year. Ben Simmons for show. Woo. Ben Simmons. Yeah. Yes. All right. Ben how, Simmons. How about Coach of the Year? Coach of the Year? Come on now. 
Come on now, Brad mm-hmm. Stevens. Come yeah. on now. Yeah, 100%. Brad Stevens. He took that Celtics team yeah. from nothing, and I think this year he yep. showed why he really should be the coach of the year. Yep. I think he's the best coach in the league besides Pop. I think he's the he's really kind of in his prime now. I know for coaching it's mm-hmm. really different than playing, mm-hmm. but I think he has he's a great situational coach, and that's what yeah. makes a coach great is their ability in late games to know how to manage their timeouts, to know when to call timeouts, to sure. trust players, to know when to not trust players. Well, and that's the biggest thing I think for that team is trust. Like they, mm-hmm. it, it's it's mutual, and he they're going to go so far next year if not if not to the actual Eastern Conference Final. He's amazing. Gonna, he's calling they're gonna run, timely run timeouts. How about um, most improved? Most improved player yeah. right now. Before I say who I know it's going to be, mm-hmm. I have to give props to someone who's nominated, Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm-hmm. Spencer Dinwiddie came out of pretty much nowhere. He was a player that kind of floated around the NBA a little bit, but he never really was something. And on Brooklyn, he kind of made a little name for himself. I know Brooklyn has D'Angelo Russell, who got hurt in the season, but still was doing okay. Sure. They have guys, upcoming guys like Jarrett Allen, who's a rookie. But Spencer Dinwiddie, Mm -hmm. that Nets team isn't much. But what he did on that Nets team and for himself to improve is amazing. But even though the team didn't do much, it allowed him to have that platform Mm -hmm. to show how well the And I think I have... Yeah, I have to honor that. Yeah. Before I tell you that it's going to be Victor of Oladipo. Of course. It's <laughs> I, The other one's Clint Capella, but Victor Oladipo, mm-hmm. if I've talked about him. He was on the Magic, oh. on the Thunder a little bit, but he finally got his time to actually he shine. Did. He did. In a, getting a little more experience. I know in the Magic he didn't have a lot of people around him, yeah. but now he really kind of was a star, and he took that team to a Game 7 versus LeBron, remember? Yeah. But it's not about that. It's about I'm, his regular season. I'm still a little season. bitter about them you know, sweeping my... My blazers, but whatever. <laughs> no, but yeah, Indiana. He he slayed it on Indiana, and then uh, sixth man of the year. What do we think? How could I not say it's Lou Williams? It's got to be Lou Will from the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Sweet Lou, as we <laughs> like to call him. He put up forty plus off of the bench. I think he put up fifty on the Warriors, mm-hmm. forty mm-hmm. on the Warriors, forty on the Warriors. It's, yeah, there's no contest. I mean, you can say Eric Gordon just because where his team went, but Eric Gordon wasn't the star of his team coming off of the bench. Well, and that's the thing is, I, we're not we're not basing this on the team. We're basing it on no, the you're basing player. it on the so, player. Yes, I agree with you. Lou Williams kind of was that star of the team. I know you had guys like Blake who got traded, and guys sure. like Tobias Harris on that team. Players like DJ who could definitely think was the star, but it right? really was Lou. He was kind of the back the backbone of that team. Mm-hmm. And Clippers have played a very six-man game. Mm-hmm. They had Jamal Crawford, who won it, I think, three times on that team. Mm-hmm. So they play around the sixth man a lot, which I definitely think is good. Mm-hmm. If you can play around guys on your bench, and you can go into your bench and pull guys, I know for the yeah. Clippers, they had yeah. guys like Montrez Harrell and Boban Marjanovic, who was providing a little bit here and there, but their bench was providing enough for them mm-hmm. to actually be, I know they missed the playoffs, but they yeah, were competitive, competitive because sure. of that bench, and I think that's why Lou Williams deserves it. Yeah, I know I like Fred it. Van Vliet on the Raptors definitely could get a lot of praise. He's mm-hmm. been doing a lot of good stuff, but it's it's Lou. I like it's it. Lou for sure. So good. Well, my friends, our show, Ooh. I know, so much to talk about it. That was a quick hour, but our show has nearly reached its end, so thank you so much for tuning in. Bonnie Jill will be right here next Tuesday. We <laughs> hope she's feeling so much better. I will be on the carpet tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. Where will, where can everybody find you? Uh, yeah. said it before. I'll say it again. David H. Bloom, Instagram, Twitter. Got a lot to talk about. <laughs> um, 
It was good today. Yeah. Talked about a lot. There's still so much more to there talk about. There is so about. much more. And we're going to, like I said, touch on M MLB. We're going to touch more on, we'll be able to talk about both drafts. We'll be able to talk about mm -hmm. the award shows next week. So tune in every Tuesday at 2 o'clock. We're looking forward to seeing you. And thanks for tuning in. The live chat was on fire, y'all. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. And I'm Becky Sotero. Yeah. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.